Welcome to the Friend Forward Podcast, powered by BetterFemaleFriendships.com. I'm Danielle Byer Jackson, a friendship coach, educator, and author of the upcoming book, Fighting for Our Friendships. And it's my job to share the science of women's conflict and connection. So when it comes to the joys, complexities, and misconceptions surrounding these kinds of relationships, I am here to help you through it. This week, I'm going to do something I have not yet done before on the show, and that is to share a personal struggle I have recently gone through in my own friendships. Before I get started, I have spent the past five to six years building this platform and felt really proud about the fact that I don't share about myself too much. As a former high school teacher, I have always worked to separate myself from the people I am sharing in an effort to be professional. But so many people have recently asked, Danielle, what about you, your life, your experiences? And I have realized that I feel very safe throwing on a blazer and sharing with you interesting research about women's cooperation, communication, and conflict. And I still feel very comfortable operating in that role. But the truth is, that I am a woman who's out here trying to communicate, cooperate, and navigate the complexities of female friendship. We are all doing this together. And in an effort to have a bit more openness in this work, I wanted to share something with you this week. Now, I previously shared this message in our weekly newsletter. I send a newsletter out every Friday. It has the latest research about women's friendships. But the first Friday of the month, I share something a little personal, not too serious, but a little personal. Well, when I shared this story, I was surprised by how many women wrote back and they were like, thank you for finally sharing a little bit about yourself. And I was like, oh God, (laughs) I got to work on that. I've always held tightly to the fact that as a coach and as an educator, it is not about me. It's not about what I did over the weekend. It's not about all my screw-ups over the course of my friendship history. But I'm starting to wonder if that would make anyone assume that I've got it together or figured it out. Or, you know, sometimes people will comment on social media and be like, oh my gosh, I want to be your friend. And I'm like, I mean, that's really nice. But do you though? Like if you really knew? (laughs) Anyway. I'm stalling. I separated from one of my closest friends recently, but I felt too embarrassed to talk about it publicly. And sure, I, you know, I want to be mindful of putting another person's business on the internet, having people figure out, oh, who is she and what's the drama? What's the tea? But my hesitation isn't just about wanting to be respectful of our friendship. It's because I'm dreading looking like a fraud. Come on, the irony of a friendship educator not being able to make her own friendships work? I can already see the comments, right? But the friendship itself, it just became too hard. And while we had many good times together and there was genuine love shared between us, and I know she cared about me, but then she'd say and do things that a person I felt would only say and do if they didn't like me. Now, after one particular incident of sophisticated stealth, more on that in my forthcoming book, I decided I had to call it out, knowing that she would probably deny it. So we scheduled a call and ended up talking for two hours. It was very uncomfortable, but I was actually proud of us for talking through it, and I thought we'd come to some understanding. But a couple months later, it happened again. Yet when I brought it up, and this time with no attempt to really 
reconcile. I couldn't make her see what I was seeing. And when she shared her experience, I couldn't see her perspective either. For me, it had become hard to trust her. For her, I'd become critical, making her, quote, walk on eggshells. And that response, it confirmed my fear that bringing up my issue would make me look like the bad guy. Yet she was having an experience where she felt that she too was being painted in a less than favorable light. And I can admit, I was a bit defensive at first, and I was scrambling to use my own suggested scripts. I'm like, oh, okay, well, you know, I hear you. It's just hard for me, you know, because I can't really see myself in the picture that you're painting. But, you know, I I definitely, I still hate that I'm making you feel that way. But it, it didn't matter what I said. We just could not get on the same page. And I kept thinking to myself, who is right here? Am I the one who's valid in feelings of mistrust? Or is she right in feeling judged by me? And that moment held an uncomfortable truth. Social media would have you think that these kinds of issues are simple. One person's the villain and the other is the victim. Our brains take comfort in being able to readily identify the offender. But because of our differing backgrounds, goals, communication styles, and preconceived notions about one another, we might walk away from a friendship with completely different narratives of what actually happened. And if I'm being honest, I don't know that you can read enough books, join enough masterminds, or pay for enough coaching to finally get friendship right. It will forever be a dance of two people trying to love and be loved in the complicated stuff that gets in the way. Sometimes it is not a matter of fault. It is a matter of fit. And while I shared many fond memories with my friend, it no longer fit. And we did all the right things. We had hard conversations. We circled back to one another, took space. We showed up vulnerably, but the relationship no longer fit. It didn't fit our ideas and expectations of what friendship ought to be. It didn't fit our self-perceptions, leaving us both resentful that the other person couldn't see us the way that we saw ourselves. And this is normally the part of the story where, you know, people dismissively conclude with feigned acceptance. They're eager to convince listeners that they learned a clear lesson and they moved on whole, completely unfazed by the whole thing. But for me, that is not real. Currently today, about this situation, when I reflect on it, I feel both sad and relieved. When I think about certain details, I get angry, but then I'm also at peace. All I know is right now, I am doing the work of trying to humble myself to reflect on the parts of her feedback that might really apply to help me show up as a better friend in future friendships. And while I don't know what her story of our friendship will be, I know that for me, it is one of two women who loved each other well during a time when they both needed that love most. And that's really all we can ask for. If you've been through something similar and you want to talk about it, you know I love a good voice note. Come and talk to me over on Instagram at friendforward, or you can visit us anytime at betterfemalefriendships.com. And before we end, you should know that we recently announced that we are hosting our very first summit and retreat this March. It'll be a three-day weekend in sunny Tampa, Florida, March 1st through the 3rd, 
where women will gather to share stories like this one, what we've been through, what we're hoping for in this new year. There will be keynotes and sessions and all the academic stuff for our brains, but also speed friending and story sharing and yoga for three days in an intimate space with women who are intentional about creating and maintaining healthy female friendships. To learn more, you can visit womensconnectionsummit.com. And I hope that you can find some way to get there because not only would I personally like to meet you, but there are a bunch of other women who are waiting to meet you too. And until then, you know that I'll be right here rooting for you always on your ongoing journey toward better female friendships. Until next time.